0: This podcast is offered by Jokoji Zen Center on the web at jokoji.org. Our programs are made possible by donations from people like you. Here at Jokoji, we are settling into our first day of the session. very interesting time in, in our lives and the lives of our of our culture of our society the election is coming the tensions in our in our society are. are still with us, and and uh, will be with us for a bit. And I think I can speak for everyone that we, we feel the, the tenderness, the rawness of our collective lives as we As renegotiate this way, this present moment. So, to sit down together, to be quiet and still, and to collectively and individually provide and become an antidote for the tensions around us is is a noble task. And I applaud us and uh, those who are sitting uh, elsewhere for making this deliberate choice to be... uh, still and quiet and and enter into the Buddha's way in this deliberate and uh, ancient tradition of sitting down together. I know for those of you that are not here, I I hope that your uh, individual practice is able to uh, to support you, and you can support it with um, you will. My experience is you will notice you will need a little more deliberate intention and will to practice individually. So please, please continue your practice and. Um, Let's let's see what happens together. So uh, today is just a uh, informal talk, just an introduction to the to the topic that we're going to be focusing on for this session: the Genjo Koan, Dogen's Genjo Koan. So I thought I would, uh, I thought we could begin with a little, uh, just a little bit background and uh, kind of set the stage and then uh, dive into a few of the opening uh, lines of the Genjo Kong. So Dogen Zenji, uh, Dogen Zenji uh, traveled to, China to be, to
1: uh,
0: to study with his uh, teacher uh, Rujing. He found Rujing in in China and studied with him, and brought this uh, this silent illumination practice uh, back to Japan, and established what we. Uh, the, from the Zaudong school to the, brought the Soto school to uh, Japan. And very early in his his, um, his teaching career, uh, the Genjo Koan came forth. Uh, it was preceded by the Fukanza Zengi and uh, Bendua, but... Uh, uh, in the whole compendium of, of, of Dogen's teachings, uh, the Genjo Koan, when he compiled it uh, into the Shobo Genzo, um, he put the Genjo Koan right at the beginning. Uh, so, uh, and I he regarded it very highly. It's a kind of. Uh, it's more than a didactic essay. It's a. Uh, it's kind of a prose poem. It's kind of a. Uh, a very terse, and loaded, um, package that uh, that can be infinitely unpacked. Um, we could spend we could spend weeks just on one one paragraph or one word uh, from the Gencho Koan, or one sentence. Anyway, anyway, we're going to look at it together and uh, see see what happens. Um, we have uh, multiple teachers that are going to be teaching. Um, for the rest of the week and each person will bring to it their own uh, understanding and appreciation of the Genjo Koan.
1: So, uh,
0: let's begin at the beginning. If you have a copy, you can uh, refer to it. Oh, I should say first of all that uh, Genjo Genjo uh, uh, means um, Genjo means uh, manifestation. Um, uh, Gen Gen I believe means Manifestation or expression is that right, Juro? I
1: haven't seen the kanji. Kanji. kanji?
0: Oh, oh. Uh, well, my understanding is that that's so, and jo jo means um, uh, expression or, or going forth, coming out, coming out. Uh, and koan, um, I think you're all familiar with koan. Um, it means a. Uh, it sometimes gets translated as a a public case it basically means um, a something that was said or a statement that has become um, either uh, uh, famous or official or 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 memorable Genju Koan When all dharmas are the Buddha-dharma. Maybe we should stop right there. (laughs) That's enough. Uh, When all dharmas are the Buddha-dharma. Yeah, let's pause there for a moment. When all dharmas are the Buddha-dharma. when the Buddha Dharma is the uh, the teaching of the of the Buddha the teaching of the Buddhist tradition um, the teaching of the of the way as we know it, um, it all, the Buddha Dharma also ex- expresses like um, zenki or um, the the total dynamic functioning of existence, um, how things work, um, the fact that things are in relationship and work together and that they're connected and interdependent. um, That's uh, how we might, I think there could be other definitions as well, but um, that could be a definition of Buddha Dharma. When all dharmas are the Buddha dharma. Dharma, the use of dharma in this instance um, could be um, teachings or understanding when all all these dharmas are the Buddha dharma. When all the teachings, when all your understanding, when all your All your cognitive history, you could say, is, um, that could be understood as uh, Dharma. When all all that you know, or all that is known, is the Buddha Dharma. Another way we could look at this is um, as just, uh, again, how things are, or how things exist. So this could be also stated as um, when when all knowing, when all existence, when all phenomena, when all things, when all experience, when all events is synonymous with, is not separate from, is one with, is in accord with the Buddha way, is, is synonymous with the Buddha way, is the Buddha way, then of course it will include illusion and it will include enlightenment. It will include practice or cultivation. It will include the whole Uh, expanse of existence, from birth to death. It will include birth and death, and everything in between. And it will include, it's translated here as ordinary beings, sometimes it's translated as sentient beings. Um, It will include ordinary beings and awakened beings, or Buddhas. So right away, uh, Dogen is painting with this uh, really broad brush. It's just this sweep. It's a sweeping gesture. He says, um, "Everything, everything is here. This includes everything. The Buddha way. The Buddha way is not separate from your existence. It's not separate from your your experience. It is your experience. It." Is, it is the events. It is phenomena, and it includes all this, everything, without exception. So the Buddha way is totally, um, how do you say, inclusive, even pluralistic. It's like it, 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 um, without exception, it includes everything. So this is the, this is the first sweeping gesture that that. Uh, Dogen makes. He says, "Everything is here. Everything is interconnected. You are not separate from the Dharma. Your Dharma, your experience, your life, your knowledge, is the Buddha Dharma." And this is a this is kind of like an audacious statement. I mean, this is kind of like out there in a way. And this is how he begins with this extremely broad. Brush. Yeah.
1: starts with the word when.
0: When. Oh, good. And point.
1: does that then mean there are dharmas that are not in the
0: Buddha Dharma? What do you think? I think a mistranslation. I think when it doesn't belong there.
1: Right? If yeah. you're stating a fact, all dharmas are the Buddha Dharma, or are there some dharmas that are not the
0: Buddha Dharma? I think I would translate it. This is a really good point. I I, I would translate it more as in, in uh, given the situation that all dharmas are Buddha Dharma, or given the circumstances um, that all dharmas are Buddha Dharma, that, then of course, and of course, it will include um, illusion, enlightenment, and everything in between. Practice cultivation, um, birth and death, ordinary beings and Buddhas. Yeah, good point. Yeah, good point. Now that when is tricky, because it kind of implies when you've got your act together, or when... When reality uh, uh, feels like it, or something, uh, then it is the Buddha Dharma, Yeah, but I would translate it more like that. Good, good point. Uh, please, please. Uh,
1: yeah, it could also be understood as just saying uh, uh, it's not not saying that there's no time, other otherwise.
0: How would you how would you translate that, John? We would, you could say "whereas"
1: the people. Whereas, on, yeah, on yeah, modern yeah, English
0: terms. but yeah.
1: it, it doesn't refer to a time when all dharmas are not Buddha dharma. So
0: yeah. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, When here is always.
0: Yeah. I'm not sure. You have those other translations that were sent out. Uh, um, and I'm not sure what uh, uh, Kaz and um, Kaz worked with a number of people on his translation. Uh, this translation is an, is an adaption from the, the, I think one of the earliest ones. Uh, it was translated by Maso Abi, who was one of the first really good uh, Buddhist scholars. And uh, I think he worked with uh, Waddell. Uh, uh, Buddhist uh, scholar, English Buddhist scholar.
1: <clears throat> to me, this could mean that um, for many, many of us, <clears throat> we're not that we don't understand it so deeply, and so that's for us. The um, not all dharmas could be put um, but Someone who who has understanding. When, when
0: you understand deeply, them, this, yeah. this is the case. So, so since, so, in, so, using the word "when" could apply in, in that case as well. Yeah. yeah. The uh, translation I had from the kanji is that with uh, is that with Nico now, or does that come back? Because uh, it'd be good if Jiro could look at that. Could see those. I think kanji he
1: printed it out, and we have it somewhere He could have said something.
0: Did you say something, Nico?
1: I have the original here with me. I could take a quick photo of it. I can say that in the eight translations, almost all of them use when. Mm-hmm. So it could be as the first could, word of the first paragraph yeah
0: so it could be I mean combining these two things given given the circumstances of, of one's understanding it can be understood when when that is so it could be understand that that uh, all Dharma's are Buddha dharma. So then he, uh, from this inclusive and broad brush, uh, did he, he paints, he paints the introduction with, um, then he, uh, then there's a quali- there's a qualification or a, um, or or I would say a, uh, a, um, a more subtle understanding of of it. he says, uh, When these myriad dharmas are without self, there is no illusion, no enlightenment, no generation, no extinction, no ordinary being, no Buddha. Shall we stop there? These myriad dharmas are experienced with non-self, as non-self. Then it could be said this way. There's no illusion, no enlightenment, no generation, no extinction, no ordinary being, no Buddha. There's no differentiation. There's no... qualifications of... Of distinctions. It's all uh, functioning as one thing. When these myriad dharmas are without self, so it's not ex- as a translation comes to us, it's not explicitly saying when you yourself are uh, are liberated or free of own, own being of when you've released yourself from the idea or the experience of Atman of, of, of own being of essence of particularity of identity as far as, um, Identity as far as distinction or separation. There's me and there's other. There's me, there's you. When you are released from that, when you are liberated from that, it is saying that, but it's also saying, when these myriad dharmas, when all phenomena themselves, not just me, not just my experience, not just my cognition, but when all phenomena themselves are released from um, particularity of identity, of distinction, particular distinction as separation, uh, as an object separated from another object, when all these myriad dharmas are experienced, are recognized, are met, without own being, without self, and they themselves without self, then we can't even say, we can't even say there there is illusion or enlightenment. It's Maybe it's not important. Maybe it's not relevant. Maybe it doesn't just doesn't come into the into the um, conversation, you could say. And there's no there's no there's no generation or extinction. In other words, there's no progression. There's no again. There's just this. There's no me and then me and then me there's just the me of this moment there's no generation or extinction there's no you could say there's uh, in a conventional sense it's it's timeless or there's no time and there's no awakening and there's no non-awakening there's no delusion there's no one there's no one who gets something becomes a buddha and there's no one who is not already a buddha no one who no one who is differentiates is is a an exception from this what we might call this basic or fundamental or primal Goodness or wholeness of existence, and then and then uh, Dogen kind of turns it back after 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 sort of punching a hole in in this with with this no self. He turns it back and he says. Because the Buddha way is unconstrained by any duality, such as fullness or loss, such as being or non-being, such as birth and death, such such any duality, is unconstrained or uh, unbound um, by, by any of these dualities, because that's the Buddha way, because the Buddha way is actually uh, itself is totally uh, liberated or unbound by the dualities as we know them. So it can it can manifest as as duality. It can manifest as as you and me. It it's also here in the world of birth and death. It's also uh, manifest as self and other it also uh, can find expression or find its place or can meet can meet what it can meet both illusion and enlightenment it can be both generation and extinction it can be both ordinary being and buddha it can be both Republican and Democrat. That's a stretch. <laughs> it can be. It can be uh, someone who tells the truth and someone who lies. It can be. It it can be without exception all expressions of life, and and totally, uh, totally uh, inclusive. And then I, I like this. I like this last statement uh, in this paragraph very much because it's kind of like um, uh, it's kind of like even though be, oh, even though this, these broad statements have been made in this first, first paragraph, um, uh, Dogan. It sort of brings it down to um, our our ordinary situation. He says, even and, and acknowledges our our, um, our our you could say our uh, our humanness by saying uh, even even with recognizing all. All this, still, it's a beautiful statement. It is, this is very poetic. Even with recognizing this, still we begrudge the fading of a flower and are dismayed by the flourishing of weeds. Even recognizing this, still we have to admit that we're human beings, we're, we're, work, we're works in progress. We do make distinctions. We, under, we may understand this sort of broad vision or this view of this view of reality seen without self. Um, but still, you know, bringing it back to our daily life, we have to admit that we do have preferences. We do have likes and dislikes. We're still, this is part of our, this is part of the package. This is part of the mix of being a human being. We are, um, we do make mistakes, we do get into trouble, we, we, uh, we, get it, we get attached to the beautiful flower and we have aversion to those weeds, to those troubles, to those difficulties, we want to push them away. Well, are we are we good so far? I
1: think he's, uh, he's also saying this too is the Buddha Dharma. this too is the Buddha
0: Way. Good point. Uh, this this it's not separate. So you mean the weeds and the flowers? The
1: begrudging uh, you know, you know? the fading of a flower in order to. See it. But it's, it's part of the Buddha way as well. It's
0: part of the Buddha way. yeah, good point. Yeah, yeah. So in the next paragraph, uh, Dogen kind of hones this down a little bit too. To practice and attempt to confirm existence by conveying a self to it is illusion. For existence itself to come forward, practicing, confirming you is enlightenment. That's one of my favorite lines in the Genjo Cohen, and um, I come back to this many times. Um, to seek to to be a Buddha. To seek, uh, to seek improvement, to seek uh, spiritual candy, to to seek uh, what we don't have, in order to confirm ourselves, in order to sort of sustain this um, this. This what would you call it? Confirmation bias of own being, you know, our our our, um, our just our tendency to maintain a self. Our uh, what's that term that I like? Confabulation. Our our, our tendency to, to our habitual tendency to construct and maintain a self as a, uh, as you could say, a primary job of each biological entity. Um, To practice and attempt to confirm existence by conveying a self to it, by conveying a self to the world. That's a problem. And I think we can all see that. It, um, it's a good way to make a mess by kind of selling yourself or spinning the story of you to, uh, to another you, to another person, uh, or to the world. Um, is a kind of setup for, for trouble. Um, because... Nothing is hidden because um, even in fooling the whole world, you still communicate the fact that you're fooling the world, and um, and it will it will be uh, it will be noticed. And besides, we all I think we all um, we've all been practicing for a while and we all recognize the, uh, the kind of tedium and boredom and fatigue of this production of a self. We realize, uh, that it's, that it's a, it's a, it's a habit. It's, 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 it's a, um, it's a pattern. And, uh, It it fundamentally doesn't work, and that's why we're here. That's why we're practicing, because we notice there's a there's a flaw in that um, in that premise of conveying a self to the world. So to practice and attempt to confirm confirm existence by conveying a self to it. Is illusion, but for existence itself to come forward, practicing, or to come forward as practice, and confirm you, and acknowledge you, that's an, that's enlightenment. This is a big sentence for me. Does anyone have any thoughts about this? It seems very related to the concept of
1: authentic arising. Um, Mm -hmm. uh, In the context, of you find yourself noodling very hard about what I should do, what I shouldn't do, what would be the right thing to do, if sometimes if, if I can take the time to step away from all of that noodling and then all of a sudden I feel something arise in me mm. that is the direction that I, I know is right. Mm. that authentic arising that, that seems more like existence stepping forward mm. to practice to, to live, to be then
0: to express itself then the
1: self trying to figure out oh how am I going to get some merit here yeah.
0: yeah. That, yeah. Have you, you've heard that term, uh, hedonic valence.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Hedonic valence, uh, hedonism, yeah. you know, has to do with pleasure. So, and valence is like val- valuing, valuation. So, we have this tendency to... Um, to um, assess the world and assess ourselves in relation to the world other people, everything Um, in terms of um, hedonic balance. so it's either uh, uh, there for our pleasure or capable of giving us pleasure or well-being um, or uh, displeasure either, you know um, either suffering or, or non-suffering, or, or neutral. So, uh, quite. Um, I would say most of the time, quite unconsciously, we um, we negotiate the world. Um, like what's what's good for me, what's in it for me, what what values what values me, um, what's su- what sustains me, what supports me, what. Feeds me, you know, um, and what uh, what gives me pain, what gives me uh, distress, what gives me uh, causes suffering to me, or what is just neither, you know, what is neutral or. Um so it's interesting to to see that arising sometimes in us, like with you, with your assessment, I think. You, you, you can um, drop below that, um, that calculation of hedonic valence, and actually, uh, on a more intuitive level, you can actually hear the, the sounds of the world, you know, hear the cries of the world, hear, hear what the world is asking you, mm-hmm. rather than what, what you want for the world to, to main, maintain your story. Yeah, Chris.
1: Um, would you say that the first sentence to practice, if you change the first sentence, if you said to practice an attempt to confirm existence by not conveying self to it is illusion, is, is that true as well?
0: So, do that again.
1: So the first sentence, I'm just in, inserting a not. To practice an attempt to confirm existence by not conveying a self to it is illusion is that as, as true as the as the sentence that Dogen wrote
0: I'd say basically what you're saying is what is the second sentence that responds to that by adding that not that uh, that when you when you get out of the way, um, like Hogan was talking about, when you get out of the way, particularly with a, um, in, in our practice, we, we, um, we notice that we have this, um, consistent, um, assessor, or commentator, um, that's, that's, um, it may it may manifest as an as an internal dialogue or it may spin off into 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 narrative of one kind or another um, um, but there's a kind of background of that that is sort of assessing or evaluating um, one's experience according to um, what's what you consider to be beneficial or non-beneficial, or pleasant or unpleasant, to yourself. So, um, so to answer your question, I would say no. It, it,
1: it. I ask it because when I when you first read the sentence, I thought, okay, well then, what's, what's the opposite of that? What am, if to practice an attempt to confirm existence by conveying a self to it is illusion. What's not illusion? So I read the sentence, if I'm attempting to confirm existence by not conveying a self to it, that's a deliberate act on my part, trying not to convey a self. And oh. That seems not right either. It seems not what we're talking about.
0: I see your point. In a certain sense, you're trying to... Um trying to negate or stop that process
1: in a way in, in
0: order to make a make a deal right in, well, order, in
1: order to, to it's yeah. like we, it's it brings it, it brings me to the paradox of our practice well for, for me the paradox of our practice which is attempting to, to not attempt
0: attempting to not attempt yeah. yeah
1: and that's always confused me yeah. But I think it, this next sentence is a completely mystifies me, and perhaps that's that you could um, talk about that second sentence.
0: Well, I, I, in a certain sense, I see that second sentence actually saying somewhat the same thing you're saying is by adding the not to the first sentence. But uh, I can see your point. It's a little bit different if you uh, if you're trying to sort of make a make a bargain to actually uh or kind of, calls it a kind of merchant's mind. So you, you kind of try to 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 practice without self, um, in order to uh, not to not have illusion. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're trying to sort of Let's make a deal. I'll 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 try not to have a self, and maybe I won't be deluded. So, yeah, that's yeah, that's not it. Yeah. The, the the second sentence is basically a uh, recognizing that all existence um, or or what we what we presume to be not not me, you know, all that. Other otherness um, is, uh, in a certain sense, it's kind of waiting for us. Kovanchino Roshi said this once. It's 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 already uh, it's already resolved. It's already uh, in place. And it's, it's waiting for you to just enjoy it. And, and in order to fully enjoy it, in order order to fully be with it. uh, And confirm you, you know, just say, I, I see you, you know, for all for the world to say, I see you, I, I acknowledge you, I love you. I'm with you. Um, that's what that second sentence is saying. Um, when, when you can, when you can get out of the way and let existence express itself. Uh, How does it go? Express itself and, uh, and recognize you and say, hi, Chris, <laughs> I've been waiting for you. I, in fact, I've been missing you all along. I'm, I'm so glad you, uh, um, you know, cleared, cleared all that garbage out of your front yard and, uh, and you can see the street in front of your house, uh, Something like that. It's it's this is a this is a delicate and tricky thing because we're uh, we're this is a kind of tender area that we're going into because um, we have to we have to go back to that first paragraph and say yeah but I'm still I'm. I'm still doing this. I'm still um, obstructing um, my connection with all beings and all things by conveying a self to it. Still, and I can tell because still, when when the flowers fade, um, I begrudge I begrudge that situation, and I, I. and when the weeds crop up, when trouble crops up, I'm. How did that happen? You know? Did I do it again? You know, so like,
1: uh, this description of existence itself. Coming forward, practicing—that's that's kind of intriguing. The existence itself, practice, all, all of existence,
0: practices. Yeah. Well, if we have a kind of, uh, we kind of have a kind of local view of practice, we would think of it as uh, this specific effort that we're making to, to sit, sit down and be still and um, see our uh, our nature, our true nature, um, our body and mind be this very local thing that we do. Um,
1: um,
0: but I think, I think we can look at that practice as more like... Um, existence manifesting, or existence, um, just working, you know, just functioning. So, or maybe we could translate that... Um, I don't know how how would you how would you say that
1: well maybe um, existence is teaching us to practice what our practice is I simply be.
0: There's other translations of this that are, are quite different than this. So uh, it would be, it'd be good for us to look at some of these other translations.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I think Nico has um, posted some of them, so we can, we can compare some of those as well. Dogen goes on saying, Buddhas are those who thoroughly awaken delusion. Ordinary beings are those deluded with an idea of awakening. Are kind of caught in the conceptual realm, uh, gain or or loss. Uh, Some also are enlightened beyond enlightenment, and some deluded, even in the midst of delusion. So he's kind of,
1: he's
0: kind of saying we, we can, we can, we can. It's we can miss this, and we can, uh, and we can thoroughly get it. It's 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 up to us. It's not. Uh, It's to, we're totally our own agent as far as um, this process, and a Buddha may not necessarily even notice they are Buddha. Nonetheless, an actualized Buddha continues to actualize as Buddha in um, in our in our lineage. We have um, the seven Buddhas before Buddha, and they have they have specific names, but collectively they represent that um, even before Buddhism and even before the teachings of Buddha, um, the Buddha way was a um, was happening: enlightenment, realization, seeing things as they are. Um, Yatha Bhuttam, it's called in Sanskrit, which is, as it is, the manifest or the recognition of as it isness, things as they truly are. In other words, like knowing reality and embodying reality. Um, that, that, that is not exclusive to Buddhism. So the seven Buddhas before Buddha say that even before Buddha, there were Buddhas. And, um, I like that very much, because it, it doesn't mean that, uh, hey, you've got to be a Buddhist, a so-called Buddhist, to, uh, be, uh, to do the, this Buddhist work or to, to, to express yourself as a Buddha. So there are kind of... You know, seven Buddhists before Buddha, is, uh, to me, expresses this natural, um, that this is a natural uh, thing that can happen outside of any any system of, of teachings or anything like that. And there's even in, it's not used very much anymore, but in uh, early Buddhism, there was another term for a, a Buddha called a Pratika Buddha. And a Pratika Buddha was a Buddha that was um, uh, without, well, it has different definitions. Sometimes it, Someone who who woke up uh, or, or or was enlightened or had realization or understanding uh, without any teachings, just spontaneously, and uh, or that someone who uh, who for reasons um, unknown was unable to be part of a sangha. That's another def- definition of a pratika Buddha, who um, could only practice. By herself or by himself, and uh, and it's just sort of this independent uh, expression of the Buddha way. Um, so it's interesting that even uh, this 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 last line kind of kind of points to that. Uh, and Buddha may not necessarily even notice that they are Buddha or recognize they're a Buddha. We even have a word for awakening or Buddha, but nonetheless, but nonetheless it happens and this happens because it's a, uh, you could say it's a, uh, it's a natural inclination of um, uh, being conscious uh, to, to meet reality. Um, in this way, a natural inclination, but it's still—I would say—it's still hard work. And uh, and so there's practice and cultivation. There's uh, this deliberate uh, activity that we do as far as sitting down and and so on. so there's a little turning here, so there's just the seeing of forms and hearing sounds with body and mind as one making that intimate intimately their own, fully knowing them so Dogan says so this is the work, this is the activity this is this is the." Um, the progress along the way we just see forms and hear sounds with our body and mind as one and making them intimately intimately their own and fully knowing them but this knowing is not like a reflection in a mirror or like the moon in the water with the recognition of one side the other side is darkness So Dogen is saying, this is the work. Being in, being here, being local, being with your body and mind, and making this situation intimate, intimate. And not intimate just to you, but intimately of itself. So the cup, the cups, cupness, the intimacy of this cup is its its, its own intimacy, um, and it can be intimate to me to me as I as I drink my coffee. Excuse me. <laughs> oh, that was very good coffee.
1: <laughs> Thank you, cup. <laughs> um,
0: you can see where this, uh, in this paragraph, what it's going, this famous statement, uh, to learn the self is to forget the self. But, um, but, um, preceding that he says, this knowing, this intimacy, this knowing is, is not like a reflection in a mirror or like the moon in the water. In other words, um, well, there's two meanings of this, um, um, this sometimes gets interpreted as uh, this recognition is seeing things in the light in other words seeing particularity seeing the differentiations and the uh, uh, the, the particularity uh, uh, and and the interdependence of the world. Um, but, but in doing that, we can't see how everything is um, is 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 one. So, um, the, there's this term called the ocean seal samadhi, and uh, ocean seal samadhi is um, the. When the Dogen says it's it's when, when walking, when walking on the surface of the ocean. In other words, like when being the waves, um, um, we should not forget the depth of the ocean, or we should remember that we're also the depth of the ocean. So this darkness represents kind of the the unifying factor of all existence, and um, with light. Like the um, the metaphor of the depth of the ocean, it's where everything where it's dark, and it's hard to see that this is this is a fish, and that's a seaweed, or that's the ground. It's all it's all one because the darkness represents this this undifferentiated uh, connection of all things. Um, This ocean seal samadhi is. uh, the term that Dogen used in later teaching, um, but there's another understanding of, um, uh, well, a kind of a parallel understanding of uh, that. It's that uh, the snowing is not like a reflection in a mirror or like the moon in the water. So, Dogen could be saying in this statement, "It's it's not like perception. This is not perception. This is not um, this is not um, cognitive imputation. We're not we're not like imputing upon the world um, our 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 view of things. It's not a reflection, like the way a word is a reflection for the thing itself." Or um, how the uh, how how the how the truth of something, or the, the 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 own the the substantiality of something, is not necessarily its surface. So it's not—it's not a reflection. It's not—it's not a—it's not, uh, not a map. It is the world. So, 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 and uh, so, given that it's not that, it's—we don't approach it that way. Um, what do we do? And here, Dogen takes a leap, and this very famous—pretty um, much everyone knows this—and there's. There's various translations of this. The, what does the Buddha say? He says to study the Buddha way, which sounds like a stretch. To stu- so he's coming back to to ourselves. To study the Buddha way is not to study deep philosophy, to study the interconnection of things, to uh, to go into to to go into a trance and have have wonderful feelings, it's to it's to see yourself, it's to study yourself. In other words, like the Buddha is like making this whole thing very, very local and saying, uh, okay, if you want to know the Buddha way, you have to start locally. You have to start with what's at hand and what's at hand for you. Well, it's, um, my body and my mind, right? That's the most local thing I can think of. Um, it's, it's this situation right here. So to, so to begin to study the Buddha way, uh, we start to study the self. And what comes next? This is a quiz. What comes next? (laughs) If we completely investigate and study and meet the self, we release self. We realize that the self... Uh, does not want to be distinct it it wants to um, merge you could say with all beings and all things to study the self is to forget the self or to study the self is to drop off self I think we're I think we're running out of time aren't we doug yeah so, is that a? Does anyone want to say anything? Do you have any, anything to add, or? So I think you clarified for me uh,
1: is his meaning of uh, actually in the beginning self he refers to as no self and. Uh, Or actually, self, he refers to as a small self, which is confusing until you read it and you read it as no self. And then when he refers to as you, as a larger self. So that is my understanding, and that makes the reading clear, but thank you.
0: I think we should... We should close for today, but to be continued. Um, um, we don't, do we, Do we want to have questions from Zunland, or uh, what? Uh, do you think, Doug? Uh, we have uh, we have a practice time now. Our Eno says it's time to go back to practice. So. Thank you for listening to this podcast offered by Jakoji's Zen Center. Our Dharma talks are offered free of charge, and this is made possible by the donations we receive. Your support helps us to continue to offer the Dharma. For more information about Jakoji, please visit us on the web at jokoji.org.